house to this broadcasting. Hello, everyone. I'm your host, Silas DeCivis. And I'm your host, Luffy Haskell DeCivis. Today is the 20th of Aerith, and boy, is it a cold far today. It is indeed. It has been a cold week and very, uh, well, I mean, seasonably cold, but still unbearably cold. It's weird, because once you get outside of the city, it's not cold at all. It's not nearly as bad, that is true. It is the manifesto making it quite, quite unbearable. Very brisk. We want to thank you all for tuning in. We are officially in the new location, and it is wonderful. It is a little bigger than I expected. We are moving in more and more pieces, so as that happens, it will become hopefully uh, less echoey. I'm I'm noticing a lot of echo myself. I agree, uh, but I think that it's pretty good. It is indeed, and we have some fantastic security on the premises, and I'm delighted to see that House Kondorak has put in different wards, and I'm delighted to see the Sentinel Marshals outside just keeping an eye as requested. It's been delightful. It's very, very kind of the Twelve to uh, let us collaborate with uh, House Kondorak and uh, House Deneath with uh, the new location. It is. It is absolutely wonderful to see that type of collaboration. After this introductory music, we're going to jump into some news, and we've got quite a few questions for Aloofy's Advice Corner. And then we're going to do uh, something different today. We have a topic that came up last minute, but I think it's one we should address. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this broadcasting of A Chronicle of Echoes. comes from the Sharn Inquisitive. Silas? Of course. On Zor, the Warforged barrister and advocate Hectron petitioned the Crown to begin the official inquiry into the shameful delays for Warforged applications for a variety of land-grant programs for military veterans. In the petition, Hectron listed more than 400 Warforged veterans who had submitted during both the HEROES Act of 996 and the Farmland Act of 997, found many discrepancies and issues in the processing of them. All of them have been delayed for various reasons, and now Warforged can't even get acknowledgement that they've submitted the applications. It is absolutely abhorrent that we are treating our citizens that way. They have done their very best to fight for us during the last war, and they deserve the respect of our community. I think that His Royal Majesty King Boronel should personally look into this matter. This isn't just people being racist against Warforged, but this is not acknowledging them as the Treaty of Thronehold has required them to be acknowledged. We need to do better for our Warforged community here in Brayland. We are not Karnath. We are not Thrain. We need to step up and make sure that the soldiers who fought for us get the reparations they deserve. So the next bit of news we have, uh, trying to get a little more lighthearted, is the news that book four of the Dreaming Dark Knight series, The Planar Prince, is coming out this year. 
I'm really excited for this book. Uh, it's a book written by uh, Step R. Collins, a uh, wonderful, sensational author. Uh, Step is actually going to be here in Sharn for the next month doing book signings at various libraries and bookshops and cafes, it, all of that. I do plan on getting my copy as soon as possible. Well, that is fantastic. I've actually been trying to, you know, broaden my horizons, and I've started reading books myself. There's a recent publication that came out from a gentleman, uh, Mr. Baker. Mm -hmm. it, it is a book on exploring the fundamentals of Eberron, so the world around us. Very insightful. Okay. Uh, so, like, uh, what? Is it just talking about uh, the earth beneath our feet or? It, everything. So, um, Mr. Baker touched a lot on the planes, the, the planes around us. Oh, like Talenta? No, Alufi, not not the Talenta planes. The the the, the planes around us, the, the Manifest Zone, Serenia, Mabar. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I so get it. So he delves heavily into the planes, and it is very interesting to see his take on all of that. No one knows exactly what the world is, but I feel like Mister Baker has quite a grasp on it. Back to the topic at hand, though. Of course. At the end of book three of the Dreaming Dark Knight series, the main character, Daniel, um, was going through, like, so much stuff. He ends up, like, smooching face with Silva. And let's be honest, Silva is the worst option. She is not good for him at all. Let me tell you why, okay? So, essentially, uh, Fontina, who... Well, she has her own issues, okay? But she was the one who was actually there for Daniel when he needed her. When he found out, well, that's spoilers, so I won't go into that. But yeah, I would say not. Let, let's hold off on spoilers. I don't want to offend any fans out there. I'm just saying, Tina is the only good option. Did you have anything else to say on the matter? Uh, the Dreaming Dark Knight series can be found uh, wherever books are sold. So, un unfortunately, I do have some grim news to report. And it brings me no joy uh, to say that I was correct in my last assertion. The broken cord killer has struck again. This time, he made his way into the home of the noble Ear de Mel family, and he struck down a beautiful singer who had been staying with him. The changeling performer, known solely as the Songstress, was performing here in Sharn as part of her Voices of Corvair tour. She was staying here to do several performances, and I, I don't know if you've had the opportunity, but I have. Uh, she was absolutely enthralling. She, she would do different songs for the different nations, sung in the voice of those people, and we've lost that. It is heartbreaking. She was found beaten in her room with the words, the broken cord sprawled on the wall. I warned that giving these Cretans a name Something to strive for would inspire them to be more bold. I hope that someone uh, finds this broken cord and brings them to justice. Uh, we will keep you all updated with the broken cord uh, as we get more information. I think uh, our heart goes out to the Irdemel family. I can only imagine how terrifying it must be to have a guest in your home slaughtered. What does that do to your reputation? Uh, let, let's jump to something completely different before we jump into something nonsensical and fun. I will be gone uh, for the next two broadcastings. I am headed out 
to the, the Moreholds. Moreholds, yes. Yes, you're uh, going to Kundrakhold, correct? I am indeed. I'm going there for a holiday they have in the Moreholds called the Petition. And I think you're going to touch on that next week while I'm gone. I, I do have a man, member of House Kondrak coming in uh, to talk about his house's history with regards to the petition. The petition is a very serious part of their history. I've been there several years, and each time it has been an absolute delight. Uh, and then the second week you're gone, you're going to be... Uh, we are doing the annual meeting of the Sybaris, where... Those who have the mark are obligated to go to an event held by the Twelve. Let's jam a bunch of marks into a room and see if it makes a difference. Uh, this isn't your first time going to that, right? Uh, you have to go each year? Uh, no, th- this is my third year. Um, I'm hoping this year will be more fun than the last year. I did not enjoy it at all. What they do is they take everyone and they put them together and... They make us pair off, and then we're stuck rooming with a particular individual for the entire time. And it's terrible, uh, depending on who you get. I've heard there are some fun people. Uh, the Lyranders tend to be a lot of fun, really enjoyable. Uh, but I got stuck with an older human, and I'm not going to name the house. But the gentleman is in his 90s, and it was not fun. It was not a fun time. It was... Well, you know, Silas, uh, just thinking about it, that... It really sucks that you get stuck with a uh, bad roommate. Uh, my advice would be to see if you can switch with someone. That is a fairly decent segue. I, I cannot disagree with that. So with that said, we will head on to Luffy's advice. I am part of an adventuring party. And during our adventures, we often find ourselves in the possession of people who were defeated in order to learn about their motives. However, I feel conflicted during this, as we do interrogate our hostages for their misdeeds. I don't want to be mean about it. How do I get information out of our defeated foes while still being nice and hospitable? Is getting information to finish our quest more important than the comfort of a hostage? Signed, the harrowed host halfling looking for hope. So, according to Code of Galifar, there are certain things you do have to do for uh, hostages when you uh, have them prisoners of war, etc. Now, for treating someone hospitable and still getting information out of them, a cup of tea is always nice. Uh, Maybe always keep a little bit on hand, something like that. I I, I do understand that sometimes being nice to someone uh, doesn't get information out of them very quickly. There are spells I have heard that can make people much more friendly toward you. Uh, We all know that some inquisitives use zones of truth, things like that. I think the least harmful way to torture somebody is just to tickle them. Find their tickle spot and they'll tell you. Nobody wants to pee their pants from being tickled. They'll tell you whatever you need to know. And then you don't feel bad for breaking the code of Galifar um, and also breaking international law. So uh, I'm a little bit different on this aspect here. So what I would say is if you're going to torture someone, what you want to do... Silas, no. So what you want to do is you want to take your cleric and make sure that they are handy because things are going to be rough, especially on that hostage. And then you're going to want to take probably a some sort of anything like that. And then you're going to go ahead and start with the just immediately and get the 
again and again and have that cleric so they see it's close and then and again and again and again that'll that'll get them to talk no one no one can do that it's torture in multiple ways and not only is it painful but the psychological aspects of it are unbearable Oops. did you okay thank you it's it's a Luffy's advice corner, Silas. Let's keep it at that. You're you're right. What's the next question? Let, let's course. keep you where you're good, okay? <laughs> so the next question is, dear Luffy, I'm new to Sharn, and I got to hear an echo thing for the first time outside of a civis place in high water, with my friends while we were waiting for the shift to change so they could sneak in and solve a crime. Well, it seems like we have amateur inquisitives on our hand. I thought it was super neat, and now I want to be able to listen to it all the time. And then I heard about the advice corner, and how you wanted questions, and I thought of a super good one. A very nice goblin woman gave me a whole 20 galifars for food and in rooms, because I spent all my money on a new diary. I know the Silver Flame says to be good to others so they can keep back the evil within, and so I want to be able to pass on that good that just happened to me. Do you know anywhere good to volunteer in Sharn for somebody new to it from Thrain? I don't see a lot of the Silver Flame stuff around, so I don't really know where to start. Love, Jasper. Uh, well, Jasper, uh, there are plenty of small libraries and the like that always love volunteers. I was very kind of that woman to give you 20 whole galifars for food and, and room. So perhaps a good way is to give back in uh, a similar way. Perhaps when you're done with whatever investigation or adventure you are in, pay that 20 galifars forward to some other newbie who's on the streets. So that's my advice to you, Jasper. Find something that you're personally passionate about and find a way to turn that passion into giving back to the community. So uh, I would also recommend if you have the opportunity even though it is not of your faith, the cauldron of Boldry. Each morning in God's Gate here in Charn, it creates food each day for up to 60 people. And so I would recommend if you have the opportunity to go there and assist. Also, uh, I'm really happy that you purchased a diary. I personally have a diary, and I think that journaling is really important. What's the next question? I'm sorry, Silas. Oh, that's quite all right. Hello. I am a Warforged trying to find things to do. I don't really need much, so I have a lot of free time. What are some hobbies and jobs I could try? I know I like hitting people because of the last war, but I would like to find other things I could like. Thank you. Slam. Slam? I think that hitting people is, if it's something that you enjoy, particularly because of the last war, have you thought about hitting other things? You could be a meat tenderizer, at any of the many butcher shops. I, I think another thing you could do with hitting, you could look into sports. Uh, there are a handful of uh, contact sports, uh, such as throw ball, uh, things like that, where you are going to be uh, catching balls, throwing balls, and uh, ramming into other people. Uh, that might be something that is uh, interesting and appeals to you. On to the next one. Ooh, can I read this one? I don't get to read them. That's fine. I, I don't know what I'll do. You can just sit there and look pretty. Oh, um, 
Deer, Luffy, and Silas. Oh, wow. I actually am a part of this one. This is a message from the Boromars. I'm sorry, what? In order to dispel can I, can I just see some that? recent... Un- I'm reading it. In you order to... Hand it to me. I don't think we need to <laughs> read this one over the, uh, the, the, the echoes In order here. to dispel... In order to dispel some recent unsavory rumors spread about our family... We formally invite Silas DeCivis to be among a party of chroniclers attending a formal occasion at our family home. If you, if you don't. Silas. Thank you. It's just a prank. Kids, what, what, what? That's official letterhead. With, with, their, with their pranking. Um, si- Silas, can I come with you? Can I come with you? Can I come with you? I've got a really pretty dress. Can I come with you? Can I come with you? Can I don't I think we're going to the, uh, the to, to to the Boromar. I, I don't I don't think we need to be bothering them. Uh, we've got we're not bothering them. Quite a lot they, going on. They've got the Tain Gala coming up. They invited us. And maybe we'll, we'll discuss it when I come back. Can't commit to anything till then. Read the next one. <clears throat> Hello, I am a Warforged by the moniker of Butler. In my freelance work, I have come across a valuable arm blade. However, it belongs to another Warforge before I took it off them. I cannot help but feel strange donning it, though, as this was someone else's arm. Am I right to feel this way, or should I prolong its use? If I should not use it, what should I do with it? It somehow feels stranger to sell it. Thank you, Mr. and Mrs. DeCivis. Butler. So... This is a really difficult one, Butler. Uh, specifically because that is totally some other guy's arm. The issue with this is that your people were literally made to order. And you can still purchase components of Warforged. Voice boxes, I've seen. Uh, different body shapes. I mean, I don't know really how it works. I'm, I'm not from House Caneth. Uh, I imagine you would just pull your head off and put it on the other body or something. I don't know how it works, but I, I, I would imagine that it's modular is what I'm trying to say. Yes, that was somebody else's arm, but it could have been somebody else's arm before that. If you're talking about somebody's heart or somebody's head, Something that makes them truly them. Something that, as a Warforged, they cannot function without. Then it's an issue. I'm not trying to uh, trivialize. I'm afraid that I would be. Is that it for Luffy's advice? No, there's one more in that basket. This doesn't look like our uh, paper. No, it's a piece of cloth. What what is this? You put this in here, didn't you? No. I hear your words, my brethren. You are the voice of scribing, and I am your herald, your keeper. That's capitalized. This is a prank, Silas. Uh, Do I look like the type to do a prank? Read it. I hear you, my brothers and sister. Your words are carried in the hollows and on the winds to me. You are the true voice of Civis. All is clear to me now. Every crystal fall within the tinkling glass, I could hear your whispers? <laughs> what? 
It was your voices among the screams when the glass tower fell. Your words that spared me. The gods have turned away. Their faces scoured so they cannot hear our prayers. Their idols hollow. But you, your echoer words resonate within me. We can rebuild the God's gate upon the hope of your speeches. My tongue is taken, but I am no raver. I am your scribe. Speak to me, my lords, and your will will be done. I only hear your true message. I humbly hope these written prayers find you and speak to me once more. Faithfully yours, Terrace Tecito Torlin. Abolisher of the 918th word, and formerly of House Civis. Meeps! Yeah, I don't even know what to do Meeps, with this. Meeps, did you do this? Uh, so if you are listening, uh, Mr. Yeah, um, a- any advice to uh, Mr. Torlin? Um, Mr. Torlin, if you believe as strongly no, in the can't. echoer. Look at the title again, Silas. Oh, oh, I, I see. Formerly of House Civis, of course. If you are an excoriate, and you are out there, and you are a member formerly of House Civis, I need you to understand one thing. We cannot, we cannot answer anything that you send us that says that you are an excoriate of House Civis. Yeah. Um, um, with that, should we do the... Uh, yeah, no. Li- um, while we look into this, we're, we're going to go to our sponsor for today. We do have a new uh, room that has been built alongside this one with a tube system to allow a sponsor from the other side to go ahead and cut in on the broadcasting. So while we step to the side for a moment, you will hear him speak through the tube. Uh, And with that, we're going to turn it over to Preston Prescott. Have you ever gone to the market and found a deal on an imported Ondarian vegetable and decided to whip up a healthy casserole? Only when you finish eating, you realize you cooked way too much. Do you save it for later, only to eat it cold and stale, losing all the flavor to the passage of time? Or do you throw it out and waste the money you spent on an irresistible deal? Well, fear not, dear citizen, for Preston Prescott has the solution for you. Hi there, I'm Preston Prescott, and I'm here to improve your life with my line of Presti products. Introducing the newest invention brought to you by Preston Prescott's Presti products that is revolutionizing the way that we live. Preston Prescott's Presti products food warmer. Simply place your cold food in the Presti product and close the door, and in moments it will become warm again as if it wasn't sitting out for days. Preston, I hear you ask, how does it work? Well, it's simple, my friend. Thanks to the crafty cannons, we have sealed a selective function of a digitation spell within the small dragon shard inside the box. When the door is closed, it activates and warms anything inside. It's magic! Hey, Preston, this sounds like just what I need. Where can I get one? Good question, my dear sir. Simply visit any of our Prescott's Presti product stores or wherever our Presti products are sold. You can pick one up for just 10 Galifars. But wait, there's more. If you go to one of our Presti product outlets located in Marketplace, Upper Door, and Sharn, tell them Preston sent you to receive 10% off and a coupon for our upcoming line of Preston Prescott's Presti pranks. Coming soon to a store near you. Preston Prescott and Preston Prescott's Presti products are not responsible for any misuse of Preston Prescott's Presti products, food warmer, or any other licensed product. Offer valid one per customer for purchase. Void where prohibited. (laughs) 
Look, Silas, I'm just saying. Uh, no, that, you know what? You know, we can't. Memes, talk memes, keep, keep, keep going. Get, get, put, put oh, the music on. Put, put the music on. really quickly to thank everybody for tuning in this week um i just want everyone to know it is very easy to get into contact with us we had a bunch of aloofies advice corners this week and we would love to have even more next week Uh, so hit us up on our gnome mail house civis echoer station at gmail.com you can always go to our special community center at civisechoerstation.com to get more information about our segments, leave comments, send us messages, all of that fun stuff. Uh, there are comment pads next to every Echoer device. Just go ahead and drop a comment. Uh, give us thumbs ups, little hearts, anything like that. We always recommend you speak with our subscribe as well. He does have all of our descriptions for uh, each broadcasting uh, with extra reading material, uh, the Sharn Inquisitive broadsheets that we're going over any particular week. Uh, He will also put you on a list to keep you updated. So speak to that subscribe to follow us. So we do not have a guest this week. We were going to do things a little different, but we're moving to the new location. We wanted to take a little time and uh, make this as special as possible. But something recently came to our attention. As you may have noticed from the news, Warforge are being mistreated. And it is unimaginable that we, as a post-war society, can go on without addressing this. I, I, I was walking through, through, through Clifftop, as I, as I do occasionally. And I happened to notice a rather interesting site. This one was a combination of Warforged and uh, just regular people. And they had signs saying, make peace, not Warforged. And uh, I spoke with them naturally. I I try to be an informed individual. They are trying to change what we call Warforged. To, To call this, this, group of people um war forged it's it it automatically makes you think that they are aggressive and angry all the time that's fair one of the things they suggested was calling them peace forged or canneth forged or forged just forged forged, i think would Mm -hmm. go a long way why don't we ever look at it like this war forged they're a, a new culture that's that's growing within our own 
And what precedent do we set uh, saying that these new things are bad? These new things can't own land that by every right they are entitled to. You touched on a point there. Warforge will grow and they will age, but they will continue for as long as they will. We don't know. So you have these people who are going to live alongside us and learn from us. And the thing you want to instill into them is hate and anger. Think for a moment, if you will, if you were taught that people can't be trusted, and now you're a timeless being who's going to deal with people for eons, and every time that they ask for your help, you remember that people can't be trusted. So, with that being said, I would like to take the time to ask any Warforge out there if you would like to come on the Echoers and explain how you feel. We would be delighted to have you on. I would love to have a handful of Forge in our station. There is a, a Forged who is a beekeeper. A bee Forged? Is that what you're saying? They have, like, honeycomb in their chest. And the bees come in, and they do honey, and they go out. It is absolutely delicious. I think it's because literally their heart is in the honey. If if we can get a hold of that forged. Uh, whomever the mysterious bee forged is, please reach out to us. We would love to have you and your little fuzzy, fuzzy friends on. So I want to say to everyone out there, thank you for listening to this broadcasting of A Chronicle of Echoes. I want everybody to have a most wonderful weekend. And as always, keep an ear out for those echoes of hope.